Because we were here, we were here two days ago. Exactly, and it seems uh, like just yesterday, right, Ben? <laughs> it feels like just yesterday. And you may have heard Sam. We hello. have uh, another another gentleman here with us tonight, hello. gracing us. Say hello, Sam. Hello, hello. How are you guys? Out in podcast land. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so tonight, um, we're gonna talk about. The upcoming playoffs for sure. There were some interesting results this weekend. The Eagles squeezed in to the playoffs. Yes. Fly, Eagles, fly. Sanya Seahawks are there. And Ben, there is trouble in Pittsburgh. There's trouble Uh-oh. a-brewing. There's big trouble in Little in little Pittsburgh. <laughs> for sure. And it got worse today with, uh, with some news that came out about the way they handled a particular uh, injury or lack thereof injury. Uh, so things are getting uglier by the minute in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I did not understand that whole situation, and uh, you know we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, we also have uh, some. Uh, where are we? The coach openings. There's been quite a few uh, uh, firings uh, just last or today, actually. Well, some yesterday, uh, some today. Um, the 2018 surprises. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about the playoff, or we have our Super Bowl predictions. We'll have our quiz. Our picks for Saturday and Sunday, and uh, questions in betting. Ben will do his uh, his betting corner. I don't know how you, how you, how you did. Uh, this I did weekend. not do that well this week. Oh, okay. uh, there's a reason uh, that most folks do not pick uh, games week 17 of the season, or if they do, they only bet on the games that have some consequence. And uh, I think I might have mentioned that. Let's just but. say I got hammered. <laughs> let's just say I got hammered. Yeah, it was but fun, like, but I got hammered. Like you said, if you get 50, what 55 percent of your bets. Then you're usually doing pretty well. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't say that I got 55% of but my But last bets week, left. if you take uh, yeah. into consideration your bets last week and this week, I'd say it's about 55%. Not bad. So that's successful, yeah. right? I think I'm actually yeah. at about 57% for the year, which is not bad. Yeah. Uh, and the key, obviously, is that you know how much you bet on the on the games that you feel more confident in. Um, so that may you know that plays into how much you end up with in the kitty and your bankroll at the end of the year. Yeah, and uh, you know Sam, he he's not a uh, he doesn't watch football that often. Um, actually, maybe never. <laughs> Ever he watches uh, mostly football. He watches uh, soccer most, and he's also an announcer <laughs> on Univision. <laughs> That's right. So he, he might sound a little familiar. Watched a game today between Cancun and the Yucatan <laughs> with a couple of tacos. <laughs> and uh, so Sam, he's drinking some Carlsberg. Yeah, uh, uh, he's uh, supporting by the fire. The Danes is that is that Danish? Is that it's uh, yeah Denmark? Yeah, of for, course, <laughs> of course, windmills and, and all of that. And I'm I'm drinking something a little different. I usually I'm usually drinking uh, Jack and Coke. Uh, today I am drinking Glenlivet, the 12 year. And for anybody uh, who wants to get into uh, Scotch, uh, you know I, I would uh, recommend uh, this uh, this Scotch. It's you know fairly cheap, uh, 25 bucks or so, and. Um, you know, you know if, if you're looking to get into it, it's smooth, it's tasty, and it's kind of dangerous because you could drink a lot of it. Yes. Tell us about the... And being New Year's the, Eve, the we shot. want to do that. And and yes, Sam, let's do the shot right now. Let's um, do the shot. I, I'm actually taking a shot of the scotch while you guys are uh, are 
what, downing uh, some uh, Jack Red or Jack, what is it called? Jack Fire. A little Jack yeah. Fire yep. from apparently Tennessee. It's from Tennessee, Lynchburg, Tennessee. All right. Happy <laughs> hey, pre-New Year. Yes. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year, guys. Uh. Ah, that's Woo. good stuff. That's good stuff. We're cla- also, we'll class also it up not, here at not, some not point. Not to forget, we do have a, uh, we'll taste another beer uh, from the same brewer as uh, last week. We were impressed with that beer. It was uh, it was very good, and so I got another one. It looks like it's a Scrimshaw. Sounds fancy. Scrimshaw. From the North Coast Brewing Company. And uh, so should we get on, Ben? I mean, I know our last uh, podcast was a little longer than we expected it to be, but this is so much fun. Yes. That we just keep on talking. And today, you know, I'm doing the best I can to, uh, you know, get over the sourness in my stomach from yesterday's uh, ridiculous game in Cleveland as well as uh, what was a win in Pittsburgh, but still actually a ridiculously difficult win. Uh, But just some housekeeping here before we get started. If you'd like uh, to subscribe to the show, we'd really appreciate it. You can get us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, or whatever podcatcher you use. If for some reason we don't come up in the search engine as Thurston Goal, uh, feel free to go to our website, which is thurstongoal.buzzsprout.com. You can copy and paste the RSS feed. Uh, directly from our website and drop that into your podcatcher and you can get us that way. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or ask a question to be read on the show, please email us at podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. That's podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thirstand and you can follow us on Twitter at goalthirst. Uh, If you'd like to throw us a penny or a dime or a nickel, uh, you can get us on Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash thirsting gold. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ben. And there's some new listeners, right? I mean, uh, we, I talked about the stats uh, last week, and it uh, looks like our last uh, podcast uh, did capture a couple of extra listeners. Uh, and, Ben, you want to make a shout out to our listeners? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to our new listeners in Herman, Missouri. Thank you so much. We're out there in the, uh, what is the Missouri? The Show Me State? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> if I got that wrong, I apologize, Missouri. Uh, we have a, a, a listener from... That's new their list- new motto now. <laughs> <laughs> you just created a new motto for them. You just stole it from somebody else if that's not We'll just call it the Buckeye State. <laughs> or, uh, sorry, wrong state. That's Ohio. Uh, we have a new listener out in Laguna Niguel, California. A new listener in Pasadena, California. And we have two new listeners, thank goodness, uh, to share my sorrow in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, we mentioned our uh, our counterparts over in our, our Franny's cousin and my adopted cousin <laughs> over in in Croatia, and we actually had. Uh, but it's crazy because there was a there was a listener in Zagreb, Croatia. I'm not yes. sure who that was. It could have been Christian. Maybe he's traveling all around the the country. Uh, also from Split and uh, and also from Zadar. So uh, thank you. Yes, thank you all so much. You know, we'll try to do that. Uh, week to week to give a shout out to the folks out there that are that are new to the show we really appreciate you taking the time to listen you know as we you know as we put out more podcasts and we get better at it as time progresses we really appreciate you being with us and and uh, sharing our growing pains with us where i you know a few minutes ago when i forgot our website so we really appreciate that thank you so much and uh, should we get on? I mean, uh, since our last podcast was, uh, you know, 120 Two days minutes ago. long. <laughs> uh, 
Let's uh, let's get on uh, to the end of the season and what an end it was. The morning games, uh, there was really nothing to play for in those morning games. It was it was uh, just some boring games going on. I, I think uh, it was New England in one of the early games. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't remember. But I don't that game remember. against the Jets didn't really matter. But uh, you know they won, uh, and now you know uh, they are the second seed. They were pretty much the second seed last week because all they had to do was beat the Jets, and uh, I didn't have any doubt that they could. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually regret for some strange reason. Uh, you know, we finished up the podcast pretty late last week, and, and uh, uh, for, for some strange reason, I was awake uh, out here at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I realized what the games were in the morning, and I immediately res- <laughs> regretted getting up. Um, so, yeah, there wasn't much to talk about there in the uh, in the morning games, but we did have something to talk about in the afternoon In the afternoon, game. fly, Eagles, fly. So, let, yeah, let's start with the, you know, let's save the best for first. <laughs> um, you know, the Eagles, you know, I, admittedly, I was watching the – the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game and uh, sort of, uh, you know, switching back and forth between that and the Baltimore-Cleveland game, uh, I just couldn't do it. I mean, the Steelers were struggling, and I just I shut both of those games off, turned on the Chicago game, and for the remainder of the afternoon up until the Eagles game ended, I was watching uh, Chicago-Minnesota and Philadelphia and uh, Washington. Uh, because I had lost uh, all hope at that at that time, you know, before five minutes to go in the, in the Cleveland game, uh, I lost all hope. But finally, how does it feel to be in the playoffs? Twenty six percent going in, and man. you made it. I am relieved that uh, the Eagles made it in. Uh, you know, it would have been kind of embarrassing as the reigning champ to not make it into the playoffs. We're there, and whatever happens, happens. Old Saint Nick came through, and uh, you know. He, it, it was it was amazing, uh, Chicago. Thank you very much uh, for playing all of your starters up until the end. Uh, so you beat Minnesota, and now you get to face the Eagles. And I think the Eagles are going to use that as motivation, uh, you know, for the next game because uh, you know Chicago went out there, they played all their starters, and I think the reason they did is because they probably felt they had a better chance against the Eagles. And I don't blame them. You know, Minnesota's a division uh, rival. And, uh, you know, if you play a team three times uh, in the season, uh, you know, the, the third time might be the charm for Minnesota. So it's a good thing <laughs> that, uh, that they beat them. And we'll see what happens. But thank you, uh, uh, Chicago. Thank you, Matt Nagy, for playing your starters. And uh, Trubisky, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm feeling better about you now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I doubted you earlier in the year. And uh, you know what? You came through. Some of those third down conversions were huge. Yeah, I mean huge. I don't know what their percentage was on third down in that game, but I, I have to hazard a guess it was somewhere around sixty percent. Um, you know, Minnesota could—they just could not get off the field on third down. Um, and Kirk Cousins was having a near meltdown on the sidelines, oh. which was just a pleasure for me to see because I've just never been a big fan yeah. uh, of Cousins. I think he's serviceable, but I don't think he's you know in the top three or four, which I think he's actually the top in the top three yeah. in terms of. Uh, Highest-paid quarterbacks in the league, and I just think that. And was the top ridiculous. six, top six-paid quarterbacks in the league, is the top six are not are in not the in the playoffs this year. The top six, the top six highest-paid quarterbacks are out of the playoffs. To Frane's point a few weeks ago, uh, you know, once you start paying your quarterbacks this kind of money, you can't pay anybody else. It becomes difficult to pay. Uh, you know, uh, you know, have a have a well-balanced team uh, and potentially have some studs on offense and defense. Uh, so yeah, it was really amazing. Uh, I was I was uh, as excited as I've been probably for any Steeler win. Watching uh, <laughs> watching something improbable like that happen. Yeah. Uh, I expected to see some listeners this week from you know Winneka, Illinois, or Chicago, Illinois. So thank you, Nagy, for taking my advice. Uh, you certainly didn't want to play Minnesota for a third time in the same year, and mm-hmm. I just think it took a lot of guts to leave. Uh, Trubisky and most of the offense it, out yeah. there. I mean, you never know who's going to get injured, and, and, and you know it, it's. Um... And I was also shocked 
actually. What, what other game was there where they left the starters in? Uh, uh, did the Rams play their starters, too? No, Rams pulled them pretty early. Yeah, they, they the pulled Rams them pulled early. them pretty early. Uh, Seahawks. The Seahawks, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they had really nothing to uh, play for, and, and even that game was a struggle. Um, you know, I mean, uh, Arizona put up a pretty good fight, but ultimately they are—they will be the number one pick. I think a lot of their fans were biting their nails yeah. hoping that the Seahawks would would uh, make that field goal at the end because, you know, hey, if, if you have a losing season, you at least want to be the best, worst team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, Rosen, uh, you know, tough year uh, as a rookie playing behind that offensive line and, w- and with the scrubs they have on that team. Uh, you know, I know they played hard, but they just don't have a lot of talent on that team, and you saw that uh, as the coach got fired. Yeah. Uh, Earlier today, Chargers also struggled a little bit. Yeah, Chargers, str- yeah, I mean, Chargers struggled. Division rival, and I think they're they're playing in Denver, so it's never easy to play at that elevation. And uh, my Steelers. Let's get to that. You know, we, <laughs> you know, the Seahawks are in. The Eagles squeezed in, and there was a chance at the end of that game where you thought that Baker Mayfield would become the hero in uh, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and we're trying to, you know, we're trying to shorten up the podcast, so we're not going to go into all the details. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be plenty of time to talk about all the officiating uh, <laughs> yeah. problems in that game. Uh, but just one to point out, uh, definitely want to point out that in that, uh, in the Cleveland game, there was an obvious opportunity for the officials to do what any other official would do and not blow the whistle on that non-touchdown uh, by Jackson at the goal line. Uh, for some reason, blew a play dead that was going to be reviewed anyway. Uh, if there was a call that he had crossed the plane, uh, took six off the board, and it was an obvious blown call, took six off the board there. Um, yeah, bear with us, folks. We're having a little bit of uh, yeah, high wind advisory here, and <laughs> and uh, uh, but we're sticking by our we're sticking by our guns here, <coughs> and we're gonna we're gonna have all of these podcasts outside in the elements, uh-huh. uh, like they play every football game on the East Coast, like normal people do. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a blown call there, and there was a, a couple blown calls. In, in that Steeler game as well. Uh, it, it was just another terrible weekend uh, of officiating all the way around the, the NFL. You know, the Steelers, they had a chance. Uh, you know, they came back uh, with McCrane. You know, got, uh, I think, three field goals in that game. Uh, or two two or three field or two field goals in a PAT. So, so hats off to McCrane for coming into a pretty, uh, you know, a pretty stressful situation as a guy off the street and, and doing a really good job for us. Uh, you know, they just they, they pulled it out. You know, Mayfield had a chance there uh, at the end of that Cleveland game. I really thought that that out route on second down was going to be caught and get them at field goal range. Uh, no guarantee that they would make the field goal, and there was a minute left on the clock. Yeah, but I was uh, also I was also shocked um, with the with some of the play calls uh, right there. Uh, you know, you have four downs. Um, you know, you have that amazing catch. Actually, two amazing catches. Yeah. You know, one on the sideline. Re- one on the sideline. One, that one uh, that was tucked underneath. It was almost a one-handed grab. Um, I don't. I don't remember who the receiver was. I just don't pay Landry. enough attention. Oh, is it Landry? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't pay much attention to the receivers was a Browns on the fan Browns. For a day. <laughs> um, but so, you know, a couple of questionable calls because Baltimore was blitzing. They were only blitzing, trying to put pressure on Baker Mayfield, which is a smart thing to do when you're playing against a rookie. Um, but I was expecting maybe a screen pass, maybe even a run, because there was still plenty of time left in the game. And, uh, you know, they could have picked up a couple of yards. You don't have to keep it at, you know, whatever, first and ten, second and ten. Even pick up a few yards, make it a, a more manageable uh, third or fourth down conversion, whatever, six or seven yards. Uh, with the, well, there's, I don't know if that's coming through the mic, but it's quite windy out here. <laughs> <laughs> but I was shocked. I was really shocked by some of those play calls. Yeah, uh, you know, he's a rookie quarterback. You know, we may have expected a little bit too much there. 
um, going into that in that, that final drive. Uh, but I, you know, hats off to Baker. He gave it, a, you know, he gave it a good attempt, and you know, he just came up a little bit short. Um, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was too bad. I mean, it really was too bad for for Steeler fans uh, to end the season that way, uh, notwithstanding, uh, you know, how how screwed up the season was uh, from top to bottom, with the exception of those six games there, sandwiched in the middle. And you know, it, it's there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of soul searching. In Pittsburgh, in the off season, uh, you know, going into that game, I thought that there was, you know, a good chance that the, the coaching staff would remain intact, with the exception of potentially Keith Butler. And uh, with the news today that, with the news today that uh, Mike Tomlin out and out lied about the Antonio Brown injury, uh, made up an injury that didn't exist to cover up yet another blow up uh, by the baby receiver uh, in Pittsburgh on top of the blow-up that occurred in September that was also uh, by and large covered up. It looks like Mike Tomlin just out and out lied uh, to the media about what had occurred uh, earlier in the week with the altercation uh, in training camp, uh, or not in training camp, but uh, with the altercation that occurred in practice. And, you know, it's just unforgivable. You know, you, you grow a set of, grow a set and just tell the media you're not going to answer their question. Just tell them next question. But there's absolutely no reason to tell a bald-faced lie um, to the media and potentially attempt to, uh, you know, mislead both the fans and the NFL. Uh, you know, just man up, Tomlin. Uh, you know, this to me, uh, it, it, you know, essentially blows what Tomlin had going for him, which is that he's a moral guy, he's an ethical guy, he's a stand-up guy. Uh, you know, to come out and just tell a bull-faced lie to cover up for your diva receiver, it, it's just, it's unforgivable. Uh, I know they're not going to fire Tomlin, and I know that I said in the last two podcasts that I didn't believe that they should fire Tomlin. Uh, at this point, uh, with the way that he handled this Antonio Brown situation, you know, I know it's a hard job. You have to manage your players. You have to develop relationships with your players. You have to deal with the executives uh, in your in your organization as well. It's a very, very difficult job, but there's absolutely no reason to tell a bald-faced lie when you don't have to answer the question in the first place. And uh, I think Tomlin uh, is probably going to get one more year, uh, but if that's how he chooses to handle his business, uh, making up a phantom injury that may or may not have existed but certainly was not as bad as uh, we were led to believe, uh, you know, Antonio Brown making, you know, top receiver money, top, top, top receiver money uh, to not be able to just show up at fucking practice and play in the game and show up at meetings and play in the game. You know, I just don't know why you'd want anyone like that on your team. You know, I understand it's a $20 million dead money cap hit uh, if they trade him or if they cut him, uh, but they well, lost 15 on... Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to cut him. Uh, you know, they, I, I, and I, I don't think they can trade him only because I don't know whether a team can take on that... that sizable contract I and mean, that's that's uh you know like you said 20 million dollars a year i don't think anybody's going to take him you got to keep the guy on the team uh you know so getting rid of him is not a question you can't you can't really yeah I and mean, you don't fight with your quarterback i mean you don't fight with your quarterback i mean it's, it's just dumb as shit i mean you don't win without a quarterback and you've got a hall of fame quarterback you want to get traded you want to go out there and hit the open market and play for somebody like andrew luck who you think is some you know god's gift to quarterbacks i can promise you you are not going to get the kind of yardage and the kind of exposure and the kind of playoff um, 
you know, the kind of playoff run that you're going to get with Ben Roethlisberger, where every, whatever team you end up with that's willing to pay you $20 million. It's not going to happen. I, I really could not care less what happens to Antonio Brown at this point. Uh, I'm tired of hearing about, you know, the fact that we need this guy and that the season had something, you know, the fact that the season went in the tank had something to do with Le'Veon Bell. It didn't have anything to do with the offense. The fact that the Steelers weren't able to get into the playoffs this year didn't have anything to do with the fact that Le'Veon Bell wasn't there. It had everything to do that that, you know, with the fact that that is a dramatic, hot Kardashian mess over there, and someone has got to clean it the fuck up. Yeah, there's just not enough discipline uh, in Pittsburgh. I mean, you know, we saw it uh, earlier in the year with Le'Veon. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's a coaching issue, a, you know, a management issue, but you got to get all the players on the same on the same uh, uh, wavelength, or you know, <laughs> you got to have them play like a team. And uh, you know, it seems like there's uh, there's trouble a brewing in the in the locker room. Uh, right now, and and you know, players the way they are, someone's going to take the side of Ben Roethlisberger. Some guys will be on Antonio Brown's side, and so uh, yeah, it, it all comes down to discipline. And and with um, with Mike Tomlin, uh, he with, with his record in uh, Pittsburgh, you know, I was uh, I, I know I said last week that he should be fired, but I was still pissed off about that fourth down punt uh, uh, call and going for it on that play on on on, uh, on their side of the field. But uh, you know, he's proven himself. He has his record is one of the best since he took over. I mean, compared to other coaches in the league, I think probably Bilicek uh, has has uh, a better record. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't think uh, that it's time to get rid of Tomlin. I'll give him one more year, think, see how things shake up. I mean, even this year was a winning season. I mean, 8-7-1, um, you know, you were one, you nine, were one game nine, away. Yeah, 8-7-1, eight, eight, yeah, and, and uh, you know, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm very sad for you, Ben. You know the Steelers. Uh, they they were they were there. They were at a seven. What they were seven two and one. At, yeah, they at were seven point. two and one. And so you know, I, I just feel bad. I, I was hoping, God, I was hoping that tonight would be drinking and celebrating that all of our teams. All of them. I was all ready to run down the street in my socks when Mayfield was down yeah. there at the forty yard line. Yeah, and and like I said, the the, the play calling it feels a little bit better than uh, you know they might have uh, pulled it out and. Uh, It'd be heartbreaking Baltimore all over again, but you know what? Who cares? Because you're a Pittsburgh fan, yeah. you don't really care. That's like me I saying, couldn't "Oh, care less. I we mean, broke the hearts of <clears> the <throat> Dallas Cowboys." Oh no! Yeah, Weddle, that was a real class act tweeting out. You know, the Steelers uh, watching the end of the game. There, you're a fucking, you're well, a piece of work. Well, of course they're going to be watching the end of the game. I mean, that, that's your season right there. What, what else are they going to do? <laughs> what yeah. a joke! I mean, you just don't tweet out negative shit about the other team. Yeah. You know, hurtful. If you're a player, I mean, if you're a fan, you know, you, your emotions get the better of you. Um, but apparently Weddle, you know, you're used to playing on scrub teams like like San Diego and uh, and Baltimore, so good luck to you, and I hope you get your asses beat next week. Uh, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Oh, and for the record, next time, try the field goal. Just <laughs> try the 57 or 58-yard field goal. I think it, it would be, yeah, yeah. It was 4th and 10. It oh. was 4th and 3, 4th and 5. Yeah, yeah. But you might as well just give it a shot there. I don't know if Franny agrees with me, but they're – the way that Baltimore was playing defense there on that last drive and the way that Mayfield looked, I think the, the discretion might have been a better part of Valor there and just, you know, heave up the field goal. Give it a shot. And, and give it a shot. But I could be, you know, completely wrong. And, uh, you know, that, 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 was, that sucked. And I, and I feel bad, uh, you know, for you, Ben, and, and, uh, and the Steelers and, you know, all of Pittsburgh. I just wish they hadn't gotten my hopes up. I mean, I, I mean, all throughout the day, I was like, okay, well, the Steelers yeah, might lose it looked this like, game. It looked like it was going to be a blowout. Yeah. I mean, it looked like Baltimore was just going to go out there and, and just kick their ass in the beginning. Uh, but, you know, uh, the Browns, uh, you know, they came back in that game, and it was so close, so close. And now uh, let's talk about some of the 
the uh, the openings for some uh, some new coaches coming in because there were what seven coaches, eight coaches. Black Monday that were fired today. Yeah, we have uh, Hugh Jackson who was earlier. So let's let's go through that list and and uh, let's talk about whether or not we think it's fair that those coaches were fired. I love it, Hugh Jackson, Cleveland. Oh yes, he should, he should have been <laughs> not Hugh Jackson. We'll start with the worst uh, of the first. Uh, uh, Hugh, oh, okay, that was earlier in the season. Yeah, but yeah Hugh Jackson. Oh yeah, uh, you know when you have a uh, three wins and what two, three? How many seasons? Three seasons? Two seasons? Was he over there? Two, a little over two, I think. Not, yeah. not three full seasons. Uh, you got you got three wins. Uh, I don't care how bad your team is. I think you can squeak out a, a few more wins than just three. And so he should have been gone. Last year, not the middle of this year. So yeah, Hugh Jackson. Yeah, yeah get that's rid of a him. no-brainer. To but the, the thing I'm surprised about, Cincinnati. Is Cincinnati picked him up. <laughs> it's Cincinnati's th- interviewing him for the job. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, it's good for you. It's good for the for the, uh, I mean, for the AFC North. I mean, there's going to be a Steeler theme probably in everything I say tonight. I mean, it's just this was this was really I mean a dysfunctional year in the, in the AFC North, and and next year there's going to be at least you know if Dalton comes back. There may be three competitive teams in that division that aren't the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know. And this was really a year that they could have taken that division. It was really just there for the taking. Uh, next year, it's not going to be that way. I mean, Mayfield won what seven he won games? seven, seven games, eight, one. Uh, you know, and he barely lost that game to Baltimore. So it's going to be. And tough. he was the best looking rookie this year, the best looking rookie quarterback this year. I mean, you had Sam Darnold, uh, you had Lamar Jackson, actually Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, he came in the last seven games of the season. And he completely turned their season around. Uh, you know, I, I know I said earlier in a podcast that uh, they should have stayed with Flacco, but uh, you know, I, I think he's uh, six and one, seven and one as a starter. Yeah, and he's got a cannon for an arm too. Not only that, but he's, he's he, that guy could run. I mean, it's it's. I mean, how long did it take him to fill, to figure out the Wildcat a few years ago when Miami started running? It took him about half a season, yeah. and for some reason they have yet to to be able to figure out this sort of uh, tweaked Wildcat formation that yeah. they're running in. In Baltimore, and he's just shredding mm-hmm. defenses. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's pretty amazing to watch. Uh, and when you leave him loose with his arm, he's been you know he's been making some really good throws in games as well on rope uh, or throwing ropes to, to his receivers. Uh, it, it, it's going to be it may be a scary AFC North next year for the Steelers. Yeah, but Hugh Jackson, they they got rid of him, and they should have. That's a good call. Next up on the board. Well, who who was who was the next uh, who's the next quarterback? Ta- uh, Bowles. Bowles Ta- out Bowles. in New York. You know what? I give Todd Bowles credit because he called out the refs, <laughs> as as he should, as every other coach should, when the calls are are going in the other team's favor. But not just in their favor, but just terrible calls that they're making. And so it's a good thing they called out the coach, the not the coaches, but the referees. Um, you know, Todd Bowles. I think he probably should have been given one more year. Uh, the Jets just have not been good. Uh, since they made it to the AFC Championship game, what three years in a row or two years in a row or yeah. whatever it was, yeah. Uh, so that that team is, is they're just not very good. I would just give them one more year, give it a shot with uh, you know a second year of Sam Darnold, and uh, you know go from there. But uh, I, I don't I don't agree with that firing. I, you know I think that the GMs should take some blame. You know I mean some of these coaches are fired, but you have the GMs that are sticking around and, and making these calls. You know firing these coaches and you're going to yeah. fire them for and bad results but you're not picking up players and my understanding is the GM and the, for the Jets has been put in charge of hiring the new coach the same GM that put the the team on the field that is currently on the field yeah uh, so I think in, in if you come in with the, if you come in with the head coach as a GM uh, you should probably go out with the head coach as a GM and I, I agree with Franny on this one it was just uh, you know he just doesn't have much to work with there uh, the Jets just don't have much to work with and uh, I disagree. Uh, I definitely disagree with the Bulls firing, and, and I and I and I concur 
that, that these coaches have to continue to, to speak out about the officials. You know, if you go on your Twitter feeds, folks, uh, you know, look at look for the people that are defending uh, that are defending the officials. There are few and far between, but nearly every one of them, when you click on their profile, says contributor to the NFL Network or an NFL <laughs> staffer of some kind, shape, or form, uh, or a player uh, or a, a, a staff member of one of the teams. Nobody out there. It's all, it's near universal. Uh, in the world of the NFL right now, there isn't a single soul, I don't think, that could defend these referees. Uh, they posted the. And, form. And it's only us talking about it. Everybody's talking about it, you know. It's, except, except, uh, except the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Yeah. I mean, that's the. And like you said, they stick the together like way. it's some sort of a mafia or something. Yes, because it's going to benefit one to the you know to the detriment of the other one year, and then the reverse will happen the following year. Now, who's the next coach? Uh, they got axed. Arizona. Mr. Wilkes is out in Arizona. Also, you know, uh, Arizona. I mean, what did they expect? Yeah, I mean, if Hugh Jackson could keep his job for that long, yeah. you know, this guy should get one more shot. He has, uh, you know, an, a, a new uh, quarterback as well, uh, and, and they just don't have that many weapons over there in Arizona. I think you should have got one more year. You know, Rosen come back for a second year, and uh, you know, just give him one more shot. See how it goes. Yeah, I mean, it was really, really sad to see that happen uh, in Arizona. I actually think everybody's coming out to visit us now. Yes. Sonia, Sonia's, Sonia's in here. the house. Sam is here Go as well. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, well, let's see what Sonia's take is, because that's the same division as you, Sonia. The Arizona coach got fired. What do you think about that? Do you agree with that? Uh... I don't give a shit what happens in Arizona or San Francisco or, or, LA. or LA. Or LA. Yeah. I care about what happens to my team. Yeah, so well, what do you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with Fran. I mean, the offensive line is terrible. Um, you know, the defense is terrible. I mean, he has some weapons on offense, but but every defense keyed on Johnson. Uh, and Arizona just couldn't get out of their own way. I, I think Wilkes should have been given... One more you know, chance. at least at least a couple been there, more what, years. Two years yeah, right? a couple more years to prove uh, to prove that that he can make a change in that organization. But he just as who was it? Bill Parcells said, you know, if I'm going to cook you dinner, I need to buy the ingredients, or I need to shop for the, you know, shop for the food. Yeah, you know, let the, let let Wilk shop for some food uh-huh. uh, before you fire him. And who do we have next? Which coach got axed? Uh, Cincinnati, Marvin Lewis. Yeah, Marvin Lewis. <laughs> Marvin Lewis should have been let go. Three or four years ago. Aww. I mean, the guy nine was there, years ago. The guy was there for sixteen years, and he went to the playoffs seven times, and he didn't win one playoff game. <laughs> if you don't win one playoff game out of seven, then yes, they should definitely let you go. And uh, you know, if you hired Hugh Jackson as your next coach. <laughs> Then I, you know, I don't know what to say about that. That guy is just terrible. Yeah, He's even worse than Marvin Lewis. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you even have him on your squad in any capacity is embarrassing. Yeah. I don't think there are any football people out there anywhere. He should be the equipment uh, manager. Maybe the equipment manager. That's it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, next up on the board, we have. Oh, oh, Adam Gase. Adam in Gase. Miami. Adam Gase in Miami. You know what? I, I am not sure because Miami has been bad for quite a few years now. Uh, Tannehill is not your quarterback. You need to go into the draft this year, find yourselves a new quarterback, or get Flacco. You know, why not find, sign Flacco? And, you know, Foles might be available too. 
Uh, you know, the Eagles can't keep both. I know Sonia. <laughs> I, I, I want to voice my same opinion I voiced last week. They need to keep both. Yeah, well, I, I would love for them to keep both. I just don't know if it's going to happen, but I know Sonia. Well, who's going to be Wentz's backup next year when you're in this? Sudfeld. <laughs> Sudfeld, who threw his first touchdown this year. Wait, weren't they at the two-yard line when Foles went out? Uh, <laughs> well, no, no, no. He, he went out. He drove. Ah, yeah, he drove down the field, I believe, and and, and he threw a, a lucky touchdown <laughs> pass. But what happened was he threw the pass to Aguilar. Aguilar scored the touchdown. He gave the ball to a little kid in the crowd, and then Sunfeld's like, "Can I have it back?" Because he actually took the ball back. He's like, yeah, that's yeah. my first touchdown. So I don't know. Hopefully they gave that little kid a, a football signed by all the Eagles. I did. I saw that on Twitter. Uh, he actually posted out on Twitter that that uh, the name of the the kid that gave the the ball back, back. And, and said how appreciative he was that they that they were willing to give the ball back and they set him up with uh-huh. uh, with some balls and some other stuff from the Eagles. If I was that kid, I would have kept the ball and sold it to Sudfeld. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in the kids', in the kids like, defense, how much is that ball going to be worth? Well, if Sudfeld really wants it, it's $20,000, Sudfeld. <laughs> blackmail on the blackmail on the gridiron. It was handed to him. <laughs> Extortion. He's an Indian giver. <laughs> All right. And, uh, so, Adam Gase, you're out. We agree. Yeah. Uh, Vance Joseph. In uh, in Denver, I didn't even know who Vance Joseph was. I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was the lead singer of uh, Maroon Five for a second there. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it sounds like a singer's name. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Adam no. Levine. And yeah, well, Vance Joseph, uh, you know, how long has he been there? Uh, I don't know how long. Do you know Ben? How long uh, he's been there? I want to say he's been there about four years, give or take. Really? I, I, has I, it been I think that long? If, if three, three years, three, four years. Yeah, Definitely, it's, it's, I think it's longer than two. Yeah, I, I probably would have given him another chance. You know, they, they, they were in the playoff hunt. They were 6-6 six and six at one point. Um, but, uh, you know, you just never know what to expect with, uh, with Case Keenum as your quarterback. You know, he's kind of hit and miss. I think when he was in, uh, in Houston, um, you know, he played um, – I, I think they were also about a 500 team at that point. So, you know, it's it's kind of tough with Vance Joseph. You know, that's one of those other guys that you might want to give them one more year to prove himself. I agree, and he's in a really tough situation there. Uh, you know, John Elway wants to be Al Davis without any of the brains or without any of the instincts of Al Davis. He wants to make, <laughs> he wants to make all the decisions behind the scenes uh, and act as if he has no culpability for anything that goes wrong there. Uh, that, that Keenum signing was obviously a, 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 an abject failure and a, a terrible decision. Uh, some of the decisions they've made on that franchise from, from the coaching staff all the way up to uh, the draft picks have been pretty bad. And I, and I think Joseph, you know, he beat the Steelers. Give him that. Um, you know, essentially. That so, was, did, so did Oakland, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, would, I would give Joseph uh, more time. Uh, especially uh, given given the fact that they that they you know Sanders went down there at the end of the year uh, and the quarterback was pretty god awful. I don't know that Joseph can be held responsible uh, for that. So I, I would have given Joseph more time. How many have we gone through so far? Is that almost? I think we're almost there. We got oh Derek. Uh, I can never or Dirk. Cutter. Oh Dirk Cutter. That Cutter. I can never Bay. pronounce that right. In they Tampa just got Bay. rid of everybody, didn't they? They should get rid of everybody in Tampa Bay. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, the problem is the, the Glaciers won't go. I mean. Anybody who didn't make the playoffs or in the hunt, they just let go. Well, yeah. Well, some of these guys just, uh, you know, they've been there long enough. And, and his, ter- his his record was pretty terrible, too. Um, oh, terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. But I mean, also, you know, um, well, what's the quarterback's name there? Actually, they had, they had uh, Fitz, Fitzmagic. Oh, God. <laughs> Doug Flutie without any of the talent. And, and Jameis Winston just is not a uh, uh, starting quarterback caliber. 
but they're bringing him back next year for 23 million dollars he'd be a great backup somewhere else but he's not a starter and uh they, they should fire pretty much everybody even the gm everybody yeah, I mean, I think the problem in Tampa, I mean, I wouldn't take that job. Unless... I forgot that Tampa was a football team. Yeah, I mean, well, I they beat the Eagles earlier. So I mean, I wouldn't take that job. <laughs> the Glazers are, are a hot mess. They don't have any idea what they're effing doing down there. Uh, this is the same. They fired John Gruden and uh, Tony Dungy. This is the same. <laughs> they fired both of those guys. Um, yeah, the Glazers are just a hot mess, and, and taking that job is just a recipe for, for failure. Uh, they're just never going to be given the kind of, uh, the kind of tools that they need to try to succeed down there. Uh, next up, we got. Did we, oh, we talked about. Did we talk about McCarthy earlier uh, in the year? Uh, I don't know. Think we were talking about Mark, uh, Mike McCarthy, but I know you were not a big fan of Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of folks are talking to him right now. Apparently, I know he is. Uh, he's going to interview for the Cleveland job. Uh, I, I think he's a hot mess as well. I, I don't think that he's. You know, I'll go with. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> I love Terry Bradshaw as a quarterback, uh, but when it comes to his personnel decisions or his opinions about players, he's almost wrong. Uh, you know, 80 to 90% of the time. And the fact that he thinks Mike McCarthy is the best coach in the NFL tells me that he's probably one of the worst coaches in the NFL. Uh, I just think that, that he had a, you know, he had a tough run there in, in Green Bay. Didn't have a lot of players. Uh, but I think his, his offensive schemes are, are stale. I, I don't think they can work in today's NFL. Uh, and I think he has a hard time uh, getting along with people. Uh, on a one-to-one basis, and I think that's going to lead to some more problems for him down the road. I, I would I would not hire Mike McCarthy uh, if there are other options out there. I agree with you, Ben. I agree with you on that one. Well, we're in agreement. Let's toast. Is, <laughs> we agree quite often, 75% of the time. <laughs> when, are the, when are the players going to be held responsible? I mean, think about it. Mike McCarthy's taken his team to the playoffs, what, almost every single year, except for this year. And last when, year. When, when is the leader of the team going to be, you know, sort of... Aaron Rodgers? Yeah! When is he, when is he, when is he going to start being... Um, well, Aaron Rodgers can't play defense, though. <laughs> no, 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 I get that. But you know what? Mike McCarthy isn't the defensive coach. There is a defensive coach there's an offensive coach there's a quarterback coach yeah, there's a yeah. there's a safety coach there's a kicker coach i mean there's a coach for everything mike mccarthy has to trust yeah well i'm sure staff. they're gonna they're gonna bring in a new i don't know regime I, I, yeah, I don't know. regime for the regime <laughs> <laughs> i think you're right though but the, the offensive coordinator doesn't make eight million dollars like like mccarthy would yeah you yeah. know you're like, that's your job you're the executive you know you're the boss and when and when shit doesn't go well, he's well not really the, the boss, the boss should him. get fired. I mean, I'll give you. I mean, I agree with you on Antonio Brown. I would send that little. I'd send him fucking packing tomorrow. I would withhold his last game check if you haven't already paid it out. I would withhold any bonuses that are due to him and let him file a grievance and let him file uh, a suit. He didn't play because he didn't want to play. And look, to me, you don't get paid. You don't get paid look, look, one look, look, look. sixteenth of twenty some million dollars. Roethlisberger, when he had a bad game, when he had a bad game, he said that was on me. He took accountability for his team okay wilson says it's on me okay i threw the ball right? rather than ran it rogers has never in his entire life said that was on me yeah maybe antonio brown to the packers did you know that antonio brown this year in games that the steelers lost 
posted out his stats on, on Twitter? I'm sure they that he was proud of the stats that he put up oh, in whatever. fucking losses? Uh, I'm sure I'm sure that they would love to have him, but they paid Aaron Rodgers so <laughs> much money. Oh yeah, so which you could is sit also, and make, what, which all is all state commercials uh, or whatever. Also, the hell those are great commercials by the way. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean I think I talked about that one commercial on you know where all the things drop around him and everything disappears. Uh-huh. That's just the perfect commercial for him because he is the center of the universe and everything just must drift and fall away Someone as he walks through. Someone actually called him out on that. He's a he's a punk ass. You know, he's a punk ass. Yeah, it's all right. I, I hated him, then I loved him, and now I hate him again. That was that great was quarterback. Was he's a, he's a, great quarterbacks get bad teams to the playoffs. Sorry. And so those are all the co- coaching uh, fires. Mm-hmm. So we'll see who gets hired. Uh, and let's move on to the our surprises for 2018. Yes. What are our surprises? Seahawks. Yes. <laughs> that's what I was just about to say. The Seahawks. Are in the playoffs, and they were not expected to be in the playoffs. They were expected to be ten and six. They were actually what? It was what they were four, four and twelve. Yes, was the record before the re- before the season. 12. All all you know, all the, all the pundits and everybody was saying that you know that they don't have the, the Legion of Boom anymore, uh, but they do have uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And without uh, Russell Wilson, they probably would be four and twelve. Um, but with him, they're ten and six, MVP. and they're a huge surprise. MVP. You know what? He could be. You know, I, I thought about it driving home today in the car. <laughs> I was, yeah. That's I, was, I was looking out the window thinking... <laughs> he was ben, thinking about Russell Wilson. Ben was right. And then I almost crashed into somebody. <laughs> well, that's... My words just tend to... My words are like a slow-release vitamin. It just takes like, a while. You know, it, it takes, takes a little a while. while for them to get through your system. Um, I, I just think that of all the players... I mean, if you think of the MVP as a, as a purely... Uh, as an award that is meant to signify the player that's the most valuable to their particular team... I can't think of a player that's more valuable uh, than Russell Wilson. Yeah, uh, or Mahomes. Uh, <laughs> or who? Playoffs are coming, baby. Oh, I know. Playoffs I know, are coming. I know they're coming, but hey, fifty touchdowns as as yes, what yes. is essentially a rookie season. That is pretty amazing. That, that is impressive. That'll be on the agenda next week. I'd like to talk about statistics. Who's your Roethlisberger? Who's your... Threw, Roethlisberger led the league in passing this year, and they suck balls. So, statistics, I mean, I wish they wouldn't even talk about personal but statistics. But 50 touchdowns, that's pretty uh, impressive. Peyton Manning threw 50 touchdowns with Denver, and you could barely walk. But they won the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if it was that year. But, that um, is true, that is true. Uh, who's your surprise, Ben? So, we talked about the Seahawks. There's one more team that I think is. Colts. but The Colts, yes. The Colts are a surprise for me, for sure. I mean, my luck looks really good. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't yeah, watch a lot of their games. No, Admittedly, I also did not. Uh, I, was a, I mean, they forced me to watch one on Sunday night. Uh, because it was on national television, and I was really, you know, I was really impressed with with the way Luck moves in the pocket uh, and his awareness of of where his receivers are and and his touch on the ball this year. It, it reminds me of the Luck of a few years ago, yeah. and I'm I'm really impressed. I'm impressed with with the way that the, that team is playing. The defense, it's really just it's hard to take a cold defense. And Marlon Mack is good. Yeah, I mean Mack is. I mean the defense is playing so well, and they play and they play zone, you know. Constantly, mm-hmm. uh, so but somehow they're able to make it work there, and you know, yeah, the Colts are definitely a surprise for me. Uh, the Steelers are obviously uh, the Steelers are a surprise. I well, mean, surprise where they were, yeah, and I'm, where they are now. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was hoping or I was I thought for sure they would get into the playoffs this year. Le'Veon Bell or no Le'Veon Bell, um, and that was a surprise. Um, One more know, the team, Chiefs, Chicago. I mean, the Chiefs were expected to be good. I mean, they are you, really good. They're really good. I, I didn't expect to be this good, but the the Chicago Bears might be the new Philadelphia Eagles. You know, they had that they had a couple of bad seasons, and now they're back. And uh, you know, they they could 
I hope they don't beat the Eagles next week. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> but uh, you know, I it's think me, you guys are actually gonna win. I, it, they have a chance. They have a chance. Yeah, but uh, they've surprised me this year. Yeah, the Eagles. Have, I mean, I, 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 not surprisingly, I disagree with Ronnie here. Uh, I, I actually expected them to do well. The fact that they weren't doing well was a surprise to me. The fact that they were able to turn the yeah. corner again and come back. That surprised me. I mean, it really surprised me that they were able to take the adversity of, of Wentz not... I mean, obviously being hurt and not and playing they played well. tough teams. Uh, what's his Sproles name went down? played tough teams. Sproles went down. <laughs> Sproles was down for um, most of the season, yeah. And and they had uh, well, the entire some other... They had some, the entire secondary went down. Yeah. They had they had injuries then, on the line, And then the too. secondary's secondary <laughs> went down. Yeah. And so now we're on the third streak secondary. Yeah, I mean, they, but, they were picking uh, up guys at Home Depot. Got a really good team. They, were, yeah. they, were, they were grilling at Home Depot, and they were just taking... <laughs> they, were bringing, they were bringing guys in... Uh, you know, to play in the secondary. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I can't think of any other. I mean, uh, it, well, a Chicago. surprise, Chicago, yes, but a surprise for for a team that played well last year and who is not the same this year. And I was singing their praises earlier in the season was the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah. good lord! The you Falcons, and the Falcons. The Falcons pretty much have the same team that they had last year. Second highest paid quarterback in the league. Exactly, and and they just didn't perform to the same levels, and that was that was shocking. And they have Ridley. And yeah, Coleman, uh, Julio and Jones, the uh, the anti Brown, yeah. <laughs> and um, Freeman came back later in the season. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they have and they have a, they had a decent. I mean, they had some injuries on defense, but nothing like the injuries that the Eagles had. Yeah, I mean, they had two guys that went down in a game, and they made it sound like they had lost their entire you know their entire you know linebacker core, and, mm-hmm. and they just the, the 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 Falcons are just a dysfunctional mess. Yeah, I don't know why because they have a lot of talent. Um. You know, maybe they're maybe they're they have a lot more in common with the Steelers than I'd like to admit. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are our surprises. Do you have any more surprises, Ben, or is that it? Let me look at the board here and see <laughs> if I uh, Oakland didn't surprise me at no, all. No, um, the Rams surprised me a little bit. I didn't expect them to to be this good for for as long as they have been this year. I I, I actually thought they would take a step back this year. Um, oh, the Chargers are a surprise. <laughs> Sam, do you have any surprises? In the in the Premier League, Rams. <laughs> um, Sam is a Rams fan. The Chargers. The Chargers are a surprise. Chargers. The Chargers are a surprise. I, I, you know, they're not really a surprise to me. They they almost they almost squeezed into the playoffs last year, and I expect them to have a good season this year. Um, you know, they have a good team, and uh, you know, they just started bad last year. They were zero and four at one point last yeah, season, um, but uh, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't shocked. I'm not I'm not shocked by by their result this year. All right. What do we have next on the big board? Uh, well, we have the playoffs. We have the playoffs starting on Saturday and Sunday, and uh, let's make our predictions right now for those games. Uh, between the Colts and Houston, Colts. who do you think is going to win that game? That's, uh, I mean, I'm not going to talk about the point spread until we get uh, a little Super bit later betting. on. Uh, I think the Colts, I mean, they're on the road, uh, but Houston is not a particularly dangerous place to play, nor is it a particularly um, intimidating place to play. It's a nice stadium. It's a nice stadium. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Colts. You I'm know what? Take the Colts. I agree with you. Uh, I, I think the Colts are on a hot streak right now. Uh, Houston kind of fell off uh, towards the end of the season, and uh, so I am definitely picking the Colts in this one. Um, you know, luck is looking like the same old luck that that we knew uh, he would be coming out of Stanford. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to choose the Colts on that one. What about, what about you, Sonia? Who Colts. do you think? Colts. Sonia Colts. chooses the Colts. Sam. Colts. 
Carol. I'll say the Colts. All right. Yes. It's universal. And, and it's Carol's here. here. I'm we sorry, Carol is Carol. here as well. We can introduce Carol. Carol is also here. <laughs> also not a football fan. Well, are you a football fan? And so I don't know anything. I can't help you with that. We're celebrating. She knows that she's drinking. What are we drinking over there, by we're the way? We're all celebrating the new year. Pinnacle vodka with uh, whipped with uh, lemon drops. Lemon soda or something like that. Sounds good. A little European soda and some pinnacle vodka. <laughs> I'm actually drinking the gin and tonic as usual. Um, Sam's we're going to move on to some. We're going to move on oh, you know to what? some North Coast. Well, actually. Let's, let's actually let's finish the playoffs though. Let's finish that and then let's <laughs> let's let's move into introducing the beer. Uh, we have next up on the board. What do we got? Super Friday? Bowl predictions. No, no, we're gonna well, for the oh, for the Chargers playoffs. for the Chargers and the Ravens. Oof. That's that's Chargers. the next. So this is the AFC that we're talking about right Can now. Can I leave? Do I have to put a, put in a prediction for this game? Well, if you want to leave, I think I'm going to pick. <laughs> I picked the Chargers. Franny, uh, you know what? I I think the Chargers learned a few things a few weeks ago when they played Baltimore, uh, and losing in that game, uh, I think did them a favor. Uh, I think the Chargers are going to come out. They're going to learn a few things. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson plays a gimmicky sort of uh, 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 offense, and uh, you know, I, I think the Chargers will come out and they will win this game. I can't believe I'm saying this. It, it, it takes—it's <clears throat> breaking my heart to say it, but I'm going to take Baltimore in this game. Uh, and I actually think Harbaugh is going to come out with some new plays in the passing game that are going to take the Chargers off guard in this game. Uh, Chargers defense, I think they're going to run the ball, uh, but I think they're going to throw the ball a little bit more than they have been in this game. I think Harbaugh is going to come out with a really interesting game plan, and you take that and you couple it up with the defense in Baltimore, the way that they're playing right now. And I mean, that gutsy, I mean, the way that they were playing that gutsy defense against Cleveland, very few teams are going to take that risk and put all those guys up there on the line like that. I mean, most teams are going to play a little bit more conservative, hoping, yeah. uh, you know, hoping to. They should probably look at the tape from the second half of that game, you know, because they they uh, they basically shut down Lamar Jackson that second half. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't want. I mean, I just cannot pick. I cannot pick Philip Rivers in a playoff game uh, against a team as with a defense as good as Baltimore. I think I think Rivers is going to turn the ball over two or three times, uh, and Baltimore is going to get some points off those turnovers. And Baltimore is not going to turn the ball over uh, as many times as, as the Chargers are. And uh, as much as it breaks my heart to say it, uh, I hope they get their ass beat. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope Weddle goes home next week. You know, it's just another insignificant role player on a team who thinks he's better than he is. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore. So that's the AFC. Let's move on to the NFC now. Now we have Sonya. Sonia Seattle at Dallas. <laughs> yeah, that that, oh that might break everybody's eardrums. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna yeah. we'll fix the sound. We're, we'll we fix the sound. Have to edit that because <laughs> but that I'm was, so happy for my wife. I, that was, that's like streaming goal, like Sam did earlier. <laughs> I am so happy <laughs> that the Seahawks are back in the playoffs. I am so happy. And we too. were shocked they are back. And Sonia, who do you pick? Look, you know I love my Seattle. You know I love my Seahawks. I am actually running around with a Seahawk cape <laughs> as we speak. Um, I I do not like what I'm about to say, but unfortunately, I feel as if it'll be a one and done in the playoffs. Uh, you know, are you serious? Are you serious? I, I do. And, wow. And I don't like. You don't I, have much faith in them, do you? Look, look. No, I do. I do. I, I just think that they are playing. They beat Dallas at home. They're going to Dallas, 
and um, I hope I'm wrong. God, please let me be wrong. I but think then you're again, wrong. I don't know if I want to play you, Frana. You want to play? You want to you play the Eagles until the, the championship, NFC right. championship, if they make it that far. If each team makes it that yeah, far. Um, uh, but I, I don't. I think you're wrong, Sonia. I, I, th- hope I think I'm wrong. I, I do. Please I, you know, I have much wrong. more faith in Seattle. I've watched Dallas play this year. If they can keep Ezekiel Elliott under 100 yards, they will win that game. And I think Seattle's defense can do that. Um, if you put pressure on Dak Prescott, he will overthrow or underthrow the ball, or fumble it, or fumble it. I hope well, either <laughs> he fumbles either. within the pocket. <laughs> and uh, you know, if you do that, a defense has been playing very well for uh, for Seattle. I think Not they have so a very good chance, yesterday. especially on turf. Like Ben said, he brought up that the, the stat where they're much better on turf, and they will be playing on turf in uh, in Dallas. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, uh, Russell Wilson will pull out some of his playoff magic. He has way more experience than uh, than Ezekiel Elliott or anybody pretty, pretty much on Dallas uh, uh, Cowboys. And so, you know what, I'm going to choose uh, Seattle to win this game, and not only because I'm, a, I'm an Eagles fan and I hate Dallas, but because I truly do believe that uh, uh, Seattle does have the weapons and their defense is good enough to stifle Dallas and keep Ezekiel under 100 yards. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, I, I'm going to pick Seattle all the way. I, I honestly don't think there's, you know, the Clapper and Dak Prescott versus Pete Carroll and... Russell Wilson, I'll take P. Carroll and Russell Wilson, uh, you know, seven days a week and twice on Sunday. I, I just don't – I don't think there's any way uh, – as good as the Dallas defense is, uh, with Prescott, Elliott, and one receiver – actually, Cooper's out, right? He's done? Um, uh, he's out for the year? I don't know. I didn't know. I, I, I seriously am I, wasn't am I paying attention to that. I don't think Forgive so. Forgive me, fans, if I'm wrong, but I think I thought Cooper was out. I hope he is. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's true. <laughs> uh, so what's his name there? Dunlop or Gallup or whatever Gallup, his name Gallup. is. Gallup, uh, Gallup. You know, I, I just don't think they have – I don't think they have the firepower. Uh, and I sure as hell do not think that they have uh, the coaching skills and the game planning ability of, 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 uh, of Pete Carroll. Uh, I think actually Dallas is favored in this game, but I'm going to take Seattle all the way in this game. Uh, can't wait to watch it. This is going to be the, probably the best game of the weekend next to the one we're about to talk about. Um, but, yeah, I'm taking Seattle all the way. All right. So, to Seattle, Sonia, you didn't pick them. I, I did not pick them. And, and <laughs> but I understand that. I understand that yeah. because we're moving on to uh, Philly and Chicago. And I kind of feel the same way that Sonia does. I, I am, like I said earlier in the podcast, uh, thank you, Chicago, for playing your starters, for playing your hearts out, getting those third-down conversions when you needed them. And, uh, you know, scoring the touchdown. I mean, seriously, they did not need to win this game. No. Uh, and I was, and, I, and, I, and when they brought, even when they brought, even when they took the defensive starters out at the yeah. end, you know, the they last, played good too. The last drive, which I was is like, scary. Oh, please don't do this. Please That's don't so do this. scary for the Eagles. They're yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, like, the backups played just as good as the starters. Yeah. I'm like, you made it so far. And, don't and, think you're And because of that, because of that, uh, I, I, I don't know if the Eagles have enough firepower to match up with that defense. You might have to buy a Nagy shirt. Maybe you got to sell a jersey, but you might have to buy a Nagy T-shirt. Nope, not, not, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Because that was that was something that only a first-year coach would do. Um, I maybe, mean, I can't imagine. Maybe. I can't imagine. But you know, I, I expect it to be a close that. game, and it's fifty-fifty. Um, they're playing in Chicago, and I would expect Chicago to probably pull it out at the end. I think Trubisky, you know, it's his first playoff game. Downers over here. He is uh, a second-year quarterback. Who's that defensive lineman? 
Is it Mac? Oh, yeah, Mac. Good God in heaven. I wouldn't want to play Mac. Proving you know, yet again why the, Donald is overpriced and Mac is not. The thing is, the Eagles yes. actually have a good offensive line. They've, they've started, they've hit their stride. They're yeah. playing a lot better now with Foles uh, as their quarterback. And, you know, I think the reason they are playing better, Sonia... <laughs> is? You know, Wentz or it. Foles does not run out of the pocket Foles the same way Wentz does. Himself. They know that Foles is flat-footed and he needs the protection. Yes. Whereas Wentz, you know, once it breaks down, he runs left, he runs right. Yeah, but and he, he runs just he doesn't, savagely. He's, he's, he, he's not, not running the same way that he did last year, so he's not, it's not, he's not as effective as he was last year when he was doing it. But he keeps putting himself in danger, though. I mean, he he's like a... A tree that's uh, just know. about to fall over in the. I know. I don't know. And and uh, you know, and that's what we talked about last year yeah. and last season is, and I mentioned this was every time he ran out of the pocket, my heart stopped because I thought he was going to get injured, and ultimately he did get injured. And uh, you know, the offensive line is playing well, the defense is playing, the uh, the secondary is playing well for their third stringers. Um, but uh, you know, for uh, Chicago, uh, you know, their their offense is 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 not a high powered offense, but I think they have just enough. To beat the Eagles, I hate to say it, but I'm just happy that the Eagles are in the playoffs and they haven't embarrassed themselves by not making the playoffs because uh, 70% of uh, Super Bowl champions make it back to the playoffs and they did it. We'll see what happens, but you know what? I give a slight edge to the Chicago Bears. I choose Philly. What do you think, I Ben? I choose Philly. Oh, Debbie Downer's in the house here. Hey. I mean, you choose me. We got we got Sonya choosing against Phil against Debbie. Seattle. Say hello. Uh, <laughs> you got Franny picking against the Eagles. I am taking the Eagles. You know, I know earlier in the year I picked Chicago, and I still think if Chicago is able to win Good this call. game. Good call, by the way, Ben. Good call, <laughs> because I did doubt you. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't spend my Sundays doing much else. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's you know, that's... Sure. Well, this you is know, all Sonia printed out. About that. Uh, you know, I'm still watching, you know, I mean, as hard as it is, I mean, I mean, watching LaDainian Tomlinson and Shannon Sharp and, and Deion Sanders, I mean, I don't know how anyone could survive that without getting literally getting brain damage. Uh, <laughs> but, I'll, but I'll watch the coverage all the way until, I, you know, until midnight. Uh, so in this game, I still think if Chicago can win this game, that they'll take out the Rams and they'll go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think Chicago uh, is one of the few teams that can take the Rams out. But I'm going to take Philadelphia here in part from my heart, but also in part because I think there's some magic there. I think there's a little bit of the same magic that was going on with the Seahawks back in, in 2013 and 2014. There's just something about that team. It looks uh, good. When they get into the playoffs or when they get into these big games, uh, good things happen. And and I, I really think um, – I really think Philadelphia can pull this off. They're playing in Chicago, uh, both Philadelphia and both Philadelphia and Chicago play in cold weather stadiums outdoors. Um, so there's really I don't think there's much of a home field advantage there. I love uh, Philadelphia fans or uh, Philadelphia fans and Chicago fans. Don't get me wrong, I love them both. Uh, but I think the way Peterson has this team playing. Uh, the way that they play together, the way that they feel as if it's them against the world, uh, they are what Baltimore thinks they are. Uh, Philadelphia is the real deal, and I think Philadelphia is going to win this game uh, potentially by double digits. Yeah, well, hungry dogs run faster, and hopefully they do in this game. <laughs> you don't like us, and we don't care. What are they yeah. calling you this year? Thieves, right? Yeah, the thieves, they got yes. the ski masks on. Well, yeah. That might not be the smartest thing for a bunch of NFL players to be walking around the street with ski masks. Easy. That might not yeah, end well big, big um, for their own protection. And, uh, 
But yeah, I'm taking Philly all day and, and uh, what did I say? Seven days a week and twice on Sunday. So those are our picks. But what about Super, Do- Super Bowl? Oh, well, our, well my prediction uh, for the Super Bowl, uh, because it is the first week of the playoffs, you know, obviously next week would be even easier to choose because there will be a few teams gone by next week. Yeah, um, as it stands right now, but what do you think? I think Kansas City will represent a- the AFC uh, and Andy Reid... <laughs> You know, our, our, he, he was he was in Philadelphia. was in Philadelphia thirteen or fourteen years, um, and uh, you know he he didn't take us to the promised land. He took this us the prom. He, he took us to five NFC Championship games. He took us to one Super Bowl, but he didn't reach the ultimate goal, which is winning the Super Bowl. And uh, Andy Reid, I hope you do win it. But I think the Kansas City Chiefs will play the New Orleans Saints, so I think it's be K- uh, KC and uh, New Orleans. Did, did I say that okay? Nolens. <laughs> Depends on, I, I think, yeah, there's a, definitely a proper way of saying Nevada, Nevada. No. I'm not even sure. I think uh, I think this year's Super Bowl will be uh, Super Bowl New. It'll be New England versus New Orleans. You're booing me and you're choosing New England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yep. Well, I have a newfound respect for New England. Well, I've had a respect for New England for a long time now, but but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I think it's going to be new and new. And we'll do this. We'll do this every week as teams get eliminated. But as I sit here today, uh, I'm going to take man. This, this is this is painful. This is really, really. Are you going to choose Baltimore? I'm going to take Baltimore. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I don't want to, uh, but you know, I'm here to give my honest opinion. Uh, not just the opinion from my heart. I'm going to take Baltimore. Uh, I'm going to take Baltimore, whew. Baltimore, and Chicago. 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 Even though I, I choose Philadelphia, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have to. I have to choose Philadelphia. Well, Ben's been drinking a little bit. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, I mean, that's only if Chicago is somehow able to beat Philadelphia this week. Yes, yeah. uh, in the pre, in the pre, um, the pre Super Bowl pick. I mean, I, I, honestly, I would say. Uh, that's what I. That's what I would have. That's what I would have chosen a week ago or two weeks ago. Uh, but I can. I can certainly go uh, Baltimore and Seattle. All right. So those. But it ain't going to be the Rams, and it ain't going to be New Orleans. Those I can tell you that for sure. Our picks for uh, well, our predictions for um, Saturday and Sunday games, and we also give a prediction for the Super Bowl, and now. Uh, just like last week, we introduced a beer, and, and you know, it's the same brewing company as uh, last week. It was North Coast Brewing Company, and we were very impressed. We're really trying to get a sponsor here, folks. <laughs> well, it, it, you know, that, that beer last week, it was so smooth. It was it was so good. Uh, and so, you know what? I, I went to the store today, um, and, I, and I picked up some North Coast Brewing. It's not that, you know, we don't have any other options. It's just that, you know, it, it, I was impressed by the, uh, the, the, the beer last week, and so I picked up North Coast uh, Scrimshaw, it's a Scrimshaw. You know what? I I don't drink that much beer. I drink beer every once in a while. I'm not even sure what a Scrimshaw is. It sounds kind of fancy, um, but you know, let's give it a shot, Ben. All right, Here, let's cheers. give this a taste. Cheers. Wow, it's interesting. It, it's uh, it's it, light. It, it is. It's it, it, it's it tastes like a light IPA. You know, it has has a a little bit of a, a bitterness, but not as much of that bitterness. So it's it's almost like a mixture between an IPA and a Pilsner. 
And that, well, I really like it. That, that's that's probably what it says in the box there. <laughs> I, maybe I read that somewhere. You know, I, I would I would describe it. Let me taste this one more time. And and folks, sorry about the loud bangs in the background. We've got uh, fireworks going off. We've got some garbage people letting off fireworks at you know on on New Year's Eve. You know, in a neighborhood full of family. So we apologize. And um, Ben's taking his sip, swishing it around. I think, yeah. I mean, I like it. It's it's a little bit of a... I've never... I don't know what a scrimshaw is exactly. It's a little hoppy, uh, but not overwhelmingly so. It, it's definitely a beer that you could drink, uh, you know, several drinks. And you know, this might be a, a Sunday at the bar watching football kind of beer. You know, uh, yeah. You could drink it all day. Uh, yeah, not that I would advise doing such a thing. But what I've but noticed is the two beers so far from North Coast this week or last week and this week, it's uh, it's so smooth. I mean, it goes down nicely. You know? Oh, for sure. Even the one last... I mean, last week, uh, you know, as we ended the podcast and continued to drink, I continued to drink drink the North Coast. Yeah. Uh, And I had other alternatives here at the house, and then I continued to drink the North Coast. So anybody... We're not affiliated with North Coast, by the way. We're not affiliated with them at at all. But uh, for for anybody that's out there, if you see North Coast uh, brewing on any of your beers out there, you know, I'll recommend it. You know, I'll try some of their other beers. And they they have other ones. We'll definitely get, uh, you know... Uh, there's a whole uh, aisle full of beers, and and we'll definitely try a whole bunch of them. But uh, you know, I, I just figured, you know, why not go uh, try another North Coast? I, I don't know how popular it is. I'm not sure if they sell it in, uh, you know, like a Ralph's or a Vons or one of those or those. Uh, and it's brewed in California. And it, it is brewed in, in, in California. And uh, you know, last week, um, you know, I, I I read some of their history. And if you want to read more about them, go to a North Coast Brewing or. You know, Google North or uh, North Coast Brewing, and uh, you know, read read up about them, and 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 this is pretty good. Absolutely. All right, next up on the big board, big board. Wait, what? We have the quiz. Oh, we uh, have our world famous quiz. We're not going to do a top ten this week, I don't think. No, nah, we time, did. Our, we did our, it was two nights yeah, ago. For so. time's sake, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna do our quiz. Okay, are we ready? We're gonna do we the quiz. Sure are. Okay. Uh, Friday had a difficult quiz, even though he thought it was easy. Sonia, I, had, I didn't uh, think it was easy. <laughs> I had an easy quiz. Uh, yeah, well, Friday had uh, multiple parts and subparts. <laughs> uh, you know, it was uh, it was a uh, Roman numeral I I I I I I I V V. Okay, okay, yeah. X. Let's go. L. All right. Question one: Who holds the single game passing yards record for the Eagles? Oh God. I just did that because you would think I would know this one. Uh, uh, you know what? I don't think it, uh, wait, no. single pa- passing yards. What's his name? D. Starts with a D. Uh, duh, duh. duh. Donovan, Donovan McNabb? Yeah. McNabb? Yeah, McNabb. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so passing yards. Passing yards in a game. Pa- wait, is it passing yards? Who holds the single game passing yards record for the Eagles? Oh, Nick Foles. That is true. When? Just like last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took you a little while to get it. 472 yards, right? Yeah. December, uh, 471 yards. 471. Well, I, was clear, I was pretty close. December 23rd, 2018 versus Houston. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Okay. That was that. Oh, that is pretty easy. Now, now that I think about it, that was really easy because it was it was all over. It was it was. It, yeah. Okay. I tried to ahead. dumb it down this week, folks, but apparently it was not uh, far down enough. Yeah. No, it, it was not that long ago. <laughs> I was short memory, but not that short. But not all of us. Seven, seven eight days ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, question number two: What is the Seahawks' oh, record God. 
versus the Cowboys since Russell Wilson's rookie season? I have no idea. 4 0. Sonia, do you have a guess? That is wrong. <laughs> what is. What is. Against them? The Seahawks' record versus the Cowboys. Uh huh. Since Russell Wilson's rookie season. Okay, so Russell's been there for seven years and he's probably played them for four of the seven. Eight. <laughs> I don't know. Eight no. Oh no, eight and We well, said seven seasons. Eight and two. I don't know. That's a lot of games That's against a the lot Cowboys. Of games. <laughs> so, for anyone taking the shot or you want me to three and one. Three and one. It's I four am. and one. I was pretty close. Oh, I was close. Just give it to me. Who <laughs> <laughs> cares? Sixteen and zero, Sonia. Yeah, like, like I, I know, you know this. What? This weekend there'll be one and zero. Oh God, help me. In the playoffs. Okay. Question three. What is the Eagles' all-time playoff record versus the Bears? Oh, my God. All-time. <laughs> How many times have they played? Back, uh, well, back they, in the AFL. Oh, yeah, the Fog Bowl. right? I mean, uh, how many times could they have played the Bears in, in the playoffs? Uh, I, I would say three and three. Sonia. Three and three? <laughs> three and three is wrong. Two and three. Also wrong. <laughs> what is it? The answer Why is. Why would we know this? Well, I would expect <laughs> Ronnie to know this. Well, not the Bears. No. I Well, you're playing the Bears. Oh, this weekend, yes. Yeah. Uh, two and one. Oh, 1979. Uh-huh. 1988 and, ni- and 2002. You remember that. I remember the 88 one. Well, there's oh, okay. a, the theme here is all of these are positive was, statistics for your team, oh, by the okay. way. Three years That's old. The theme here. Three years old. That's okay. the theme here is that these are all positive you statistics. You don't remember that game? I was just about to turn four. All right. Uh, the Seahawks have oh. only retired. I like these questions. So they're all they're all Eagle Seahawks questions. I do like that. <laughs> I get, uh, kudos to Ben. Yes, and the fact that we don't know the answer yeah. is pretty well. Sad. You guys will get me next week. Yeah, yeah we I mean, will. Sign it. It's your turn next week. It is. See uh, the next question. Question five. The Seahawks have only retired two numbers mm-hmm. ever. Okay. What are they? The numbers? I don't know. One and two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Buzzer. Uh, you, uh, you know what? We gotta hit the buzzer. I'm still thinking. <laughs> Let me gather my thoughts. Sonia mentioned one of these players last week. Largent. Mm-hmm. Largent is one. Largent is one. Sean Alexander, I guess. I don't know. I was gonna say that too, Sean yeah. Alexander. I was gonna say Alexander. Alexander and, and Largent. What was Sometimes you see it when you walk in our house. Twelve. Twelve is correct. Who's number twelve? Oh, oh, there is no number twelve. How do you how they do you retire reti- number how do you twelve retire for your fans? fans? How do you retire your fans? Because they care about their fans. I, no, that's that's a, that's great, but how, you can't retire them. It's like go home. We don't need you anymore. You're retired. Go home. <laughs> you have a pension now. Uh, we uh, so I, I I don't know that anyone got any of those questions right. No, that just shows uh, how few players have <laughs> actually had. <laughs> They, they, I mean, could retire, your they could retire Hasselbeck, Alexander. No, I, I would, I would oh, totally yeah. agree with Hasselbeck. I would totally agree with Hasselbeck. Sean Alexander, yes, definitely for Heck, sure. They could, they could tempt. I mean, they could retire Earl Thomas. They could retire Cam. You know what? They should retire Hauschka. I mean, they could retire Hauschka. <laughs> no, um, no. All right. So moving on. That was- <laughs> okay. Next up on the big board, we have a couple listener questions. Thank you guys so much for sending in your questions. We really. Really appreciate Thank you, you Josh and Derek from last week. So, first question is for Sonia. Oh, God. This is actually directed. I mean, they actually mentioned you by name here. So, this is Cheryl in Washington. How do they spell her name? With a C. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> well, I'm not sure if Cheryl is with us. Well, in the email it said... No, but, he but, was talking about, about my Sonya. name, oh, dork. Oh, oh, no, I, uh, actually, it was spelled the typical spelling, like S-O, I think S-O-N-Y-A. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Sonia, what do you enjoy most, or what did you enjoy most about the Seahawks 2018 season? And this is we, a listener from Seattle, maybe, because we had a listener from Seattle. Yeah. Uh, oh. We weren't expected to make the playoffs, and here we are heading to Dallas this week. What did you enjoy most about this season? The fact that we are here. <laughs> in the playoffs? There weren't any memorable moments? Uh, no. Actually, there there weren't. There were no memorable moments. Uh, every single game was... The field goal block. <laughs> oh, my God. That was... Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Wagner early in the year blocking that field goal? Are, are we talking about the one that he wasn't uh, flagged on? He shouldn't have been flagged. Oh. He didn't, his body well, didn't move he, upwards. He went up and then came down. And he kind of used, he I did. guess, a little of He I, used you know. the shoulders as a leverage and jumped over. I get that. Minnesota but, but, lost. But, whatever. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, but they would have lost either way. Even, Every either single that. game I watch with the Seahawks playing, I'm on the edge of my seat. Or she's outside. Or I'm outside. Or I'm texting someone saying, don't don't text me anything other than them winning. And then sometimes I don't even hear from them. So I love my team and I hate them at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, that, that, um, that's the life of a fan. And and I am so proud of them for uh, uh, for how far they've come. And I, I'm really sad that I didn't pick them to, to beat Dallas, although I would love for them to beat them. I and would I'm sure everybody else you. except the state of Texas would wish that, <laughs> I, <laughs> that I would beat them. I'm going to have a lot of bandwagoner fans, but um, I, uh, I'm proud of them, and I'll always be proud of them. Uh, and no matter what. we did not expect to be this far. So, um, you know, kudos to them. And thank you, Cheryl, for the question. I feel like I'm part of the team now. You're you always are. part of and the I team. And I didn't want to read Well, any... they retired your number. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. They retired number 12 and you have it yeah. in the house. I think they can hear you all the way at uh, CenturyLink. <laughs> All right, yeah, I don't. I definitely did not want to read any Steeler questions this week. I made on my, I went on my rant. I, I think most of the Steelers questions. What the fuck? Yeah, that was the question. Yeah. What did you enjoy least about the season? Uh, well, Ben did change his mind about Tomlin a few times yesterday. Yeah, lying, it's, it's lying, tough. lying is not acceptable. It's tough with it's Tomlin. It's not acceptable. Yes. Uh, and what's the next question we have, Ben? Next question up is from William in Missouri. Not sure if this is our new fan in Missouri. In Missouri. Front Missouri. Yesterday, yesterday's improbable series of events pushed us into the playoffs. What do you think our chances are of making a deep run this year? You know what? Uh, you know, it, it, it compared to 2008, where it was even more improbable for the Eagles to make the playoffs, uh, you know, I think uh, we have a chance. We do have a chance to beat the Bears. Yep. Uh, you know, I think we have we a better chance against the Bears. Uh, then, uh, then probably maybe even against Seattle, uh, you know, or or well, if Seattle was in a better position than they are, um, but you know, it, it, it's tough. I'm I'm just happy to be in the position that we are in. We made it to the playoffs. We're in, and uh, I, you know, I, I predicted that Chicago would win that game only because of their defense. Uh, you know, if we happen to win that game, our next opponent is New Orleans, and uh, we lost very badly. Early in the season, uh, it was like forty. I can't remember the score. It was it was ridiculous. Um, but you know, if if we do beat Chicago, going to New Orleans and playing in the Mercedes Dome, it will be very difficult. Uh, you know, uh, that 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 catch, the the Minnesota miracle from last year. I think it adds a little bit of extra motivation 
for uh, uh, the Saints because they're still thinking in their mind, you know, what could have been if, you know, our our our, uh, our cornerback had just made that tackle or safety. I don't know who it was exactly, um, but if he made that tackle, then it would have been the Eagles and the Saints. And I know Kamara has made a few comments and uh, about that, and he thinks they could have gone all the way last year. Uh, he he also made some snarky comments this year about the Eagles. The Eagles will have a little bit of extra motivation, but it's motivation on both sides. Uh, I think their team uh, in New Orleans, if we do beat Chicago, is better. Um, but with uh, Nick Foles as our starting quarterback, if we do beat Chicago, you never know, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> anything <laughs> can happen. Saint Nick, old Saint Nick, you anything delivered last can, year. We were underdogs. Happen. We were underdogs last year as the number one seed. Of course, we'll be the number the, the underdogs as the number six seed. And, uh, you know, well, whatever happens, happens. I'm just happy for our boys. And, uh, you know, they'll, uh, I hope they go forward. But I, I, I chose against them, so that's <laughs> not. Yeah, well, I think maybe you guys are trying to do a little reverse. Yeah. Uh, that's not, that's, you know, a little that's bit that's of reverse quite juju. An, quite an endorsement for the Eagles. <laughs> but. Well, thank you, William. Thank you, Cheryl. Uh, you know, thank you, fans, for, for listening to the show and sending us on, yes. you know, your questions, taking the time to do that. We really appreciate it. We do. Uh, definitely add some fun to the show. Um, now, next up, do we have the betting corner? Ben's betting corner. We don't have uh, sixteen games this thank week. It's, it's just a few games Thanks. now. Good, thank goodness. Uh, let's go. Let's let's start. Uh, Ben's looking at his phone right now. So let's let's start with the Colts against the Houston Texans. Uh, I think we were all in agreement that the Colts would win that game. I think they are underdogs in that game. They are underdogs. Actually, the uh, the Texans are getting, they're giving up two points at home. Uh, over under is forty seven. Uh, what do you think, Franny? Uh, you know, it's a, that, that, that is a tough one. Um, I think it would be under... For, only because their defense. Both defenses are good. And I think they could keep the score under 47. It, it could be a low-scoring game. I, you know, I think uh, Tennessee and the Colts... Well, it, 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 was a, it was a larger score at the end of the game. You know, the Colts just blew it wide open at the end. Uh, but I think this one will be close. But I do think the Colts will win. I think it'll be under 47. All right. I agree. Actually, I'm going to take the Colts all day. Uh, on that one, the Colts getting two points. I'm going to take the Colts on them. Uh, you know, on the point line there, uh, over under. I think I might tease this, tease the Colts with. You're such a the, tease. <laughs> tease the Colts with the under. Uh, push that under up to 53. Uh, push the the points up to up to eight, and I think that's a pretty nice bet. But I actually think the Colts might win this game outright. Uh, although on the money line, you're looking at only about ten. You know, you're looking at about ten cents there, so it's plus one ten. I don't know that that's enough uh, to forego uh, the, the points if you're going to bet it on the uh, on the line there. Next up on the board. Uh, are we going to do with the AFC? Whatever you'd like to do. Well, let's go Chargers-Baltimore. Ooh, Chargers-Baltimore. Baltimore's given two and a half at home. Over-under is low. It's 41. That is low score. That is a low <laughs> score when the Chargers are involved. Uh, not only the Chargers, but Baltimore. You know, Lamar Jackson, uh, yeah, the Wildcat. Uh, well, not Wildcat, but he's pretty much a Wildcat because. Yeah, what was he, the score of that game yesterday? They were uh, both they were both in the upper twenties, weren't they? It, it was, yeah. It, it was, it was, it was up there. I can't remember now. It was, it was yesterday, but uh, you know, I didn't care. <laughs> yesterday about the score. seems like history. Yeah, I didn't care about the score. I just cared about who had more points. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, well, I chose the Chargers to win this game. Uh, I, I could see it uh, being twenty-four to twenty-one for the Chargers. All right. Well, I took the Ravens in this game, and I'll take and I'll still 
take the Ravens with two and a half. They're going to win at least if they if they win the game, they're going to probably win it by. Uh, they might win this game by seven. They might actually uh, they might actually embarrass uh, Philip Rivers and the Chargers tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take I'm going to take the Ravens on the line. Uh, the money line is uh, minus one forty. Not going to touch that. But the over under at forty one. I'm actually I, I like the over in that game. Uh, I think that that Baltimore. Uh, in 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 some previous weeks here, has shown that they can score the ball when they need to score the ball, and I'm thinking maybe 27, 20, or 28, 21, uh, Baltimore. Yep. All right. Next up on the big board. Contradicting, we contradict each other. <laughs> Someone, who are the betters out there? You know, it's up to you, really. Who uh, do you believe? Uh, <laughs> who do you believe? Just because I run the betting corner doesn't mean I have yeah, anything. I, I it doesn't Ben's, mean I'm any smarter about this than Franny. Ben is, sure. is just about at fifty-five percent on this. <laughs> He's been pretty good with his bets this year. I've been pretty good. This and year. if he was, if 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 uh, if he was losing any money, I'm sure he would stop, just like I did. Well, but uh, next uh, we have the NFC uh, games: uh, Seattle and Dallas. I personally see this game as a low-scoring game. My final score, my final score, if I had to choose, it would be 17-10. Yes. Really? For Seattle. 17-10. Because if you can can stop Ezekiel Elliott, you stop. Who can't stop Ezekiel Elliott? Well, you know, he's the the rushing champ this year. Uh. He has the most yards in this league, or so far this year, well, I guess there's no more. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We're well, done for the year. We're done for the year. Well, what but... did we say last week? We're going to week 23. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if, if hey, if, if they could go to week 23, maybe Seattle would be number one. But uh, you know, I, I could see Seattle stopping uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You know, and and uh, I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. It is uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, are favored by two and a half at home. The over under is 43 and a half. Um, you know, I, I like I like Seattle and the points there. I mean, I, I I don't even know that you need to tease this game. I think you take Seattle uh, and the points there. You could even take Seattle at plus one fifteen on the on the on the money line. I actually think Seattle's going to win this game outright by a big chunk. Uh, Would you say seventeen to ten? Seventeen to ten. I think yeah. I think Seattle has it. I, I tend to agree with Franny there. Um, you know, I think I think that's a pretty that's a pretty tasty bet there. I mean, don't you know betting they betting both against have good Carroll? They both have good defense. You know, the clapper is the clapper, you know, and, and he doesn't have Here's a lot to work with my there. imitation of Jason Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a lot to work you with. You know what the great offense. thing, the great thing about the Cowboys making the playoffs and hopefully making a first-round exit is they will sign him to an extension. They oh, will yeah, sign yeah. him. Already, when he beat, who did he beat? New Orleans? And they will sign Dak Prescott to an extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, this will be, ah, uh, this is great. They beat New Orleans, right, a few weeks ago? They, that was the game that got him his extension. That was the game where he went for it on fourth down. Yeah, look, I'm a Dallas hater. Listen, I'm a Dallas hater. I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, we're definitely Baltimore and Dallas haters yeah. at this table. But I give I give credit where credit is due. And and beating uh, the, the, uh, the Saints a few weeks ago, I give you credit. That was a great game. Your offensive uh, 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 scheme, you know, it, it, it they, they put pressure on Breeze down the middle as you should. He's a small... Uh, quarterback under about six feet tall, and if you can put pressure down the middle, you can beat them. Yes, and at least if they win this game next week against New Orleans, I don't have to hear about what a great guy Drew Brees is anymore hey, 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 in 2018. Brees, we have to have respect. And what a stand-up freaking guy he is. Good yeah. Lord. <laughs> he's, guys, he's, he's a stand-up guy. Guys won one, one world championship. They talk about him like he's freaking Johnny Unitas. Yeah, he's great. I think, well, if San Diego had kept him, I think they would have probably won a championship. 
But next boot. game, next game. Uh, oh, on that next game, game on the docket. Uh, take the. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to disagree with Franny here. I think the over looks nice. I think they're going to score points to win. Well, well. Who do you believe? Uh, <laughs> yeah, who do you, fans. Who do you believe? Uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia and Chicago. <clears throat> last game we're going to talk about tonight. Biggest line uh, on the board. You know, I, I did choose uh, Chicago to win this game. Um, you know, I am a Philadelphia fan. I'm just happy that we're in it. Uh, it's been a difficult road the entire year. You know, at one point we were four and six. Uh, you know, if if we did beat Dallas in Dallas, and it was so close, it came out, it came out, it came down to a tipped ball. Mari Cooper caught it, went into the end zone, uh, and, and they kept the ball for eight minutes uh, in the overtime period. I think uh, the, the NFL uh, should consider maybe extending the overtime to 15 minutes. I think if they end, they're going to make it five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> or they should do what college does. Yeah, I, never... think, I think that was great. That, that's no. a good idea. You know, you just start 20 or 25-yard line, whatever it is, and uh, you know, if you kick field goals, you score touchdowns. I think that is a great way. Yeah. Instead of clearing up 50 flags a game, yeah. lying all over the freaking field, yeah. extending the game, but, he was more worried about five minutes in freaking overtime. Yeah, but Goodell I, I, is a fucking moron. I, I did to choose Chicago in this game, and I think Chicago will win only because of their defense and because of the depleted secondary of the Eagles and uh, other players that are out. Um, all of our running backs. Uh, well, Sproles is back. <laughs> Sproles is playing, yeah. He's, he's back now. He's back, which is great. And, uh, and he's been it, making a huge impact. Well, they've won three, three straight. And he had a huge um, but I, could, I could see this game uh, being a, maybe a 23-20 affair uh, for Chicago. Oh, Chicago. You're killing I'm me with sorry. that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the Eagles fans I feel out there. out there. I feel as if I like the teams of my colleagues more than my own colleagues like their teams. I've watched them all year. So I'm going to take Philly. And uh, I'm going to take the five and a half all day. Uh, tease that. I'm going to tease that five and a half with the with the under in that game. Uh, so you get the under up to 47. You get the Eagles up to 11 and a half. I think that's that's a nice bet. I think the Eagles could potentially win this game outright. Uh, plus 204. I can't remember who it was that I. The Eagles played. Who did they beat? New Orleans? No. 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 <laughs> no, no. 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 Who did they beat? That it was uh, it was like a. Plus three forty one. They had a huge winner. Was it the Rams? Oh, it's the Rams. Rams. The Rams. Yeah, I bet the Rams. I bet uh, the Eagles on the money line against the Rams. I think it was plus three forty or plus four hundred on that game. Uh, so this week I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to tease it and I'm going to take the Eagles uh, flat out to win uh, plus two hundred four. Double your money on that game. I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I hope you're right. And I think they're going to go to New Orleans the following week. <clears throat> and the Eagles are going to make some noises here. And if they somehow hey, don't win, Chicago's going to go all the way. When I sent you that text message, when I said I had a dream, I seriously did have a dream We're that doing... the Eagles did go back-to-back and win a second Super Bowl because you were there. And I, in the dream, it was like, Ben, we did it again. <laughs> ben, we did it again. And, and, and uh, I'm going to be on that third cushion again, I think. Uh, yeah, you will be. You'll, be. you'll be pushed off the couch at that point. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. But it was, that's why it's a dream. Anything can happen, folks. Anyth- <laughs> it's playoff time, and anything can happen. Nobody thought the Seahawks were going to go back-to-back back in the day. Nobody thought uh, that the Eagles were going to make an improbable run with their backup quarterback all the way to the Super Bowl last year. Nobody thinks this year that Houston or the Colts or uh, or Dallas has any chance of making it to the Super Bowl. But anything can happen once we hit playoff time. That's why it's so exciting. Yep. That's why I shouldn't have bet on any of those Week 17 games. Uh, last week, I should have taken the advice of every other smart person out there. Uh, but anything can happen uh, when, when we get into these types of games and, and experience in coaching and willingness to take risks uh, like Peterson has done in the past. 
calculated risks with plays that have been practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. Don't think for a second that Peterson just goes out there and says, you know, let's just go for it. This will be fun. They know what they're doing out there when they make those calls. Uh, and the, the, the risk takers uh, and the ambitious coaches in the playoffs are the ones that succeed. Uh, and I think for that reason that Philadelphia, Seattle, um, Baltimore have, a, have really good chances this year as much as I don't want to admit that Baltimore has a good chance. And, uh, you know, with, with the teams, if, if Seattle and Philly, um, you know, don't move forward, uh, you know, being uh, from L.A., <laughs> you know, I, I, Chargers, I will be rooting for you. Ooh. I will be rooting for the Chargers if uh, either Seattle or Philly does not make it. You know, they're our team, and nobody out here in L.A. likes the Chargers. You know, there's not that many Chargers fans. and it's and not it's, that many in San Diego. And it's because of that, because I feel bad for them. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I seriously do. You know what, if, if Philly or Seattle don't make it, I'll be rooting for the Chargers. Another another good Goodell, uh, you know, he wants to make sure that the Chargers have a city that doesn't want them, and he wants to move Buffalo out of Buffalo, no, even, Buffalo. Though, even though they sell out every freaking yeah, game, yeah. every single uh, home game that they have. Uh, Goodell, again, uh, not a very smart man. Any last words, Ben? Any last words? Just a listener message. All right, guys. If you'd like what you hear on our show, please subscribe by going to our website, thirstinggold.buzzsprout.com. Uh, you can also search for us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, or whatever podcatcher you use. Uh, if you don't find us on the search engine there and you're in your podcatcher, please go to our website, uh, you, know, you can cut and paste or just paste the, uh, the RSS feed into your podcatcher and you can get us that way. Uh, if you'd like to leave feedback or ask a question on the show like Cheryl and William did this week, uh, please send us an email at podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at thirstand and on Twitter at goalthirst. If you'd like to donate to our show, go to patreon.com forward slash thirstandgoal. Happy playoffs, everyone. Yes, and uh, good luck to all the playoff teams out there. And uh, thank you, Cheryl and who, William, William, and uh, Josh and Derek from last week, or from actually not even last week. It was two days ago that we were out here. Thank you uh, for listening. And uh, yeah, and a shout out to all our new listeners out there in Missouri, uh, California, and Pennsylvania. We really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us. Uh, it really means a lot. You know, we put a lot of work into the show. Uh, even though it sounds like we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year happy to everybody. New Year to everyone. I know on the East Coast it's already a new year. And in most of the world it's already a new year. We're just waiting for it here on the West Coast. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be back next year, 2019. Two hours. Wait, how many hours away is it? What time is it right now? Hour and a half away hour on the West Coast. Away. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you.